Yo, 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 what up, world? You, you tap into another classic episode, Brutally Honest, Psych and Ali. Ali and Psych. What's going on, my guy? Living a dream. How are you? Life is good, man. So I feel I see that you're on like a little health kit. Talk to us about that. Oh man, I feel amazing, man. I you know I, have you tried CMOS before? Never. Man, get you some. I, I gotta get you some. I uh tried it about four months ago, ran out. You know, it you know, it's all the minerals you need in your body far as the vegetables and fruits and all that, you know, combined. I think it's like a total 101 minerals, but it's it's good stuff, man. Builds your immune system, helps your hair grow, gives you more energy, helps your digestive system, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Your hairline is a little better than mine at this point. That's you know, that's about the, I'm, 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 I might be a little older than you, but we're about the same age. We come from the same genetics. Is that why your hairline is looking better than mine at this point? Yeah, that's what it is. I, I got the record. I got all the being in my family. How the, why the fuck you can't tell nobody about this shit before the fact? You gonna tell somebody about this <laughs> when you run out? Wait, wait, it ain't the Seamoss. I'm already struggling. <laughs> I'm already struggling right now. Let me tell you how my son did me at Ranch 99, this little uh, Asian market. He was trying to buy some crabs or something. He comes at me talking about, hey, dad. And I think I told you a story before off record. But he says, hey, dad, uh, you know, uh, how come you ain't growing no hair in the front? I said, because I started having kids. That's why. Now be quiet. You know what I mean? Go get a switch off the tree. Let me teach you about that. Let me tell you. Let me let me let me, let me add some hair and then go get that switch off the tree. You know what right, I'm saying? right, right. Good lord. Yeah, now nah, I, I got the record in the family, man. One of the last men at my age to have a full hairline, man. Is it a full? But let's 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 just keep it. One, you know, the one thousand. This is uh, this is uh, really honest. Now, is it your hairline or is it your barber? Talk to me. Be real, though. You don't have to bullshit. Be real. Uh, I mean, you know, the barbers, that's part of their job, just like a hairdresser to to work their magic. But I, I'm thinking it's 80% my hairline. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's not, that's a strong play. <laughs> you feel that's a strong play. That's Michael Jordan averaging only 28 a game, 27 a game. Yeah, I mean, like and I ain't hit 40 yet. If I can, you know, if I can ride out to 45, I'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's house money. It's house money after 45. But besides that, man, feeling good, man. I've been exercising this week, man. I think this is going to be, well, this is going to be a, a shirt off everyday summer for me. So the mercury changing and the energy changing in the universe may have had a positive effect on you. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, it's just time. I've never been just totally out of shape but i still would like to get no. in better shape you know what i mean i don't want to be that guy in the summertime at the pool with the, sh- with the shirt on you know what i mean right 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 well, for the most part are you con- are you are you confident are you confident enough to uh you know just you know just bay watch it go uh you know what i mean because you know just given age and what's are you confident enough just to go shirtless off the beach like at the bay watcher type of thing what, what a speedo also or just shirt off no 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 speedo no speedo. oh yeah 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 I'm, um that that's the plan okay that, that's, that's the vision right 
Honestly, I'm more of a white beard type at this point. But I, you know what? I probably should be a little more confident and just go shirtless out on, on a boat or something like that. Do a little fishing or something like that. Right, right. You know? Health is wealth, man. It's all about, you know, yeah. breeds confidence, man. Right, right. You know, right. just you know, just taking, you know, spring is approaching. Summer will be here in a couple months, you know, just trying to get it right and keep it right. I mean, and, so a- and then like I say, that's the, um, you know, that's the secret to good immune, build, keeping your immune system strong, with the, which the news don't tell us, you know what I mean? Just keeping your body intact and eating the right food and putting the right stuff in your body. Yeah, man. Anybody, anybody who is listening to this podcast knows the value of vitamin D at this point. If you got your vitamin D in line, you know, you're not going to be affected. You know what I mean? I haven't discussed this on the podcast, I don't think, but, you know, I did have COVID. And I'm going to tell you right now, I was down for about 12 hours. I was down for about 12 hours. But I think that down was a shock. It wasn't that I was really in some serious pain. It was and two years ago. Let me tell you like this, at whatever age I am. Two years ago, I'd have played on Sunday with how I felt. I still would have played, and 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 you would have got you got nine receptions from me. You know what I'm saying? But because I think I'm ta- I'm partaking in the vitamin D. I'm partaking in the uh, ginger and turmeric, and uh, you know things like that. And and truthfully, I'm not worried about getting sick. And I think that plays a. And I'm in the healthcare industry. You know, and I, I'm, I'm eligible. I, I didn't get it, but I'm eligible to get the vaccine and this and that. But I, I almost don't feel like I need it because I feel like the, uh, the health practices that I'm taking are gonna, you know, protect me. That's the, you know that's the key. Plus, you got you got your melanin working for you. So the best vitamin D is having your face. the strongest organ that I have. Yeah, I mean, it is the most strongest fucking uh protection on the planet exactly so once your melanin connect with the sun th- there you have it, it you know that that's your superpower that's the equinox right there right. yeah you know I mean? right. but uh you know life is good man just you know one day at a time man one day at a time right foot left foot so i'm, I'm gonna throw a couple of uh couple of uh, current events at you um that i think you might uh, have a take on now malcolm x so apparently there was some kind of insider maybe a formal cop some kind of cia informant who says that i participated and i'm gonna just let everybody know that the uh, cia was involved or the fbi was involved one of the two were involved in the murder of malcolm x and they had a press conference about it Okay, now that uh, exonerate that I, I think the attempt is that it exonerates the uh, Muslim community, nation of Islam, Farrakhan, and all them guys. I think it exonerates them when you see something like that. I, I I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I've read I've read several books about Malcolm X. I've read several uh, books about Muslim, the Muslim culture in general. They were a part of this process, government involved or not. But what, what, what's your what's your take on that? When an informant at at just now decides that they want to comment on Malcolm X, in fairness, this was the uh, anniversary of his of his uh, assassination. Yeah, well, well I, I saw a little bit of that. I think what it was, it was 
an FBI agent or informant or something like that. And he was on his deathbed and he died. And before he died, he released a letter. And that's what he stated in the letter. But yeah, it's just confirmation. You know, it, like you said, if you did your research and you've been studying Malcolm on his life story and stuff like that, you know, you knew that along with the, that Netflix documentary that came out about six months ago. You know what I mean? It's just confirmation, you know. But I, I did. Uh, I never thought, you know, Farrakhan was a young buck. I went to the uh, Million Man March about six years ago in D.C., and which was a life-changing event. And uh, Farrakhan had said it that day, like, hey, you know, I, it's been rumors of that, you know, all these years. But, you know, we didn't have nothing to do with that. You know? That's a false statement. That's a false statement. I mean, but, well, um, regardless of what happened, it, uh, you know, it was unfortunate, man. You know? I mean, that Malcolm, one of the greatest, you know, leaders that we've seen. You know, so you know the Muslims. So they they all the nation of Islam. Like the nation of Islam. The nation of Islam. They feel like Malcolm X is a traitor. Farrakhan, Malcolm X is the face of the nation of Islam, but they reject him. They reject him every time. They hate Malcolm X. They they think he's a. I, I know you got to take. Let me give me back up. 30 seconds on this um you know they think that he's uh they think that he's a uh they think he's a traitor they think that he went against the nation of islam and one more take for you and i know it's just from reading a lot about malcolm x um malcolm x taught that when you go against the nation of islam you are now the enemy they he taught them that and that's who are our leaders today What's your take on that dynamic? We hate Malcolm X, but Malcolm X is the face of our existence at this point. I don't, yeah, the, a lot of them feel like he, he's a traitor. I don't know if hate is the word. I, I actually have a, a couple buddies that's in a nation of Islam, and, you know, they basically pretty much say the same thing. You know, he, he was a traitor. And, you know, my personal opinion, you know, he's one of the greatest you know, black leaders in history and he, he meant a lot for us but, you know, if you look at it he was talking too fucking much that's just what it is he, he was talking too much you, you, you know, just like um, 48 Laws of Powder you can't, uh, of power you can't outshine the master you know, if the master at the time Elijah Muhammad told him to be cool and just fall back he continued to talk, so you get punished for that, that's any organization you tell your little cousin that hey it's a time and a place we're going to fall back for right now give us a month to kind of look go over things and you know regroup and he talked you got to get punished for that it just so happened to be malcolm and you know that's on a big scale that situation is one of the biggest events in history but you know if you look at it he was talking too much that's just what it is so a, a lot of the people in the nation got a, a right to feel like that, you know? Fascinating. He would, you know, the, another term they use, he went against the grain, you know? Fascinating. I mean, I understand his perspective. He had saw like, hey, this is my leader. This is my teacher. And he's contradicting himself. And he's not, 
you know, uh, being a man of his word, but, you know, he, he just went about it wrong. And he, I, I believe he realized that. And, you know, I've heard, I think I saw something on YouTube where him and Elijah Muhammad got to squash it, you know, before he died and he apologized and stuff like that. But, you know, you know, to be brutally honest, he was talking too fucking much, you know? And it just made a... Uh, it made it easier for the CIA and the FBI to do that and it make it look like the nation did it. You know what I mean? And something else that we got to take into consideration when we're looking at the Malcolm X's and the Martin Lawrence, I mean, not Martin Lawrence, the Martin Luther Kings, and maybe and Martin Luther Lawrence, but in the Martin Luther Kings of the world, a lot of these black leaders powerful black male figures in our uh, existence they're in their 30s they're in their 20s and 30s leading a movement yeah. LeBron James whatever but they're leading a movement Martin Luther King died at what 36, 38 Mar- uh, Malcolm X might have been early 40s or late 30s too Yeah, you know what I'm saying I, uh, have you seen Have you seen Judas and the Black Messiah I haven't seen it yet I, mean, I haven't seen it yet and I know I feel like we need to dedicate a show to this when we both watch it because I feel like we're going to get a lot from this but all things considered you're talking about a 21-year-old man, Fred Hampton, a 21-year-old man who was the leader of a racial movement in a major city enough to where he's he has strife with the police. Let me tell you something about Fred Hampton. He is buried in, I feel like it's North Carolina or something along those lines like that. Do you realize that every year either on his birthday or on maybe the time of his death. And he was 21 when he died. They sh- they, they find bullet holes next to his grave because you got police officers shooting his bullet bullet shooting his grave as a ritual. Evil creatures, man. Evil creatures. Devils. It's devils. Me and you don't hold grudges. That's just, that's just devil shit. The man is dead. Y'all killed him and you're going to continue to... I've I seen that though. They do that to Emmett Till's uh, grave also. It's devils. Devils. But you, you, you know, th- th- that's what it is. And, you know, like I said, it, it's basically a war. And, you know, we just have to, you know, create our own, our own movement and you know, create all the resources and stick together. So what this shit is about is, you know, it's not a time to continue to be emotional about it or to think the shit is going to change. Nah, we got to get on the defense and the offense and and do what we got to do as a people. That's the only answer. But yeah, that's just 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 pathetic, man. It's devil shit. Like, who does that? Who who does that? You take the time. You t- you take the time to go to a man's grave. And that, and that ain't even the era. These are his new cops. Like, well, he's been dead 50 years. He's been right. dead 52 years, 51 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> they wasn't even around. These are new cops. These are- that means they were taught and trained to do Exactly, like exactly. You know what I mean? So it, it just goes to show you the, the extreme, you know, the lengths they go to continue to do evil devil shit. But you know, I, I gotta see that uh the Fred Hampton story, man. I have to see that. I, I feel like I feel like that might be worthy of a complete episode. 
I feel like whether we're whether together or otherwise, I feel like we should watch it. We should just give our complete take on that. Because I'm also seeing like Rotten Tomatoes and shit. They're giving the shit like a nine out of ten. So that means it might have been thorough. Right. Man. Right. So we're gonna have to dive into that. But um, hey, so uh, so you know, rapper about ten years ago, Bobby Smurda, he is uh, he got released from jail. Um, I think they gave it. I feel like they gave him. I don't know how many years again, like, you know, something like 10 years, 15 years. He's out in six. Yeah, yeah. So he he went in with a crew that, you know, they have the uh, hip-hop police in New York, and, you know, they had some type of investigation with, you know, at the hype when he first had released a hit song and was on his way, and I uh, ended up going to jail, him and, him and his crew, and, um, He's getting a lot of recognition and praise right now because he, uh, you know, had a chance to get five years and another buddy of his, it was going to give him 12. He was like, nah, I don't want to see him get five more years than me. Give us both seven and we'll do that. So I think, what was the other rapper named Roddy Rich? I think his name was Roddy Rich. He got on like six right, months right. ago and, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bobby Smurder just got out a couple days ago. But you know, young black man, good for him to you know to get out. Hopefully, he get out and make a positive change and you know make some music about some positive stuff. All the fanfare is cool, but to get out and rap about the same thing, I'm not going to respect that. It's a different. It's a hip hop is, is a lot different in the last seven years than when he was dealing with it. You know what I mean? New York hip hop, the style of hip hop. He was kind of what, like a fast paced, kind of like a, you know what I mean? I don't know what they call that. They call it like a drill type uh, rapper. You know what I mean? Where it's just, you really are just matching that beat. I don't even know if that exists no more. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like a Chicago type of thing. The drill music, I think that's a Chicago, Detroit thing that got going on. You know, Bobby Smurder, he's from New York and he's still young. Dude probably ain't even 30 yet. So he's still, you know, he's look like he still made some money while he was in there. He, he got out and you get a second chance and, you know, make some music and tell these kids, you know, not to go to jail, not to make the same mistake you made. So we shall see. You know what I mean? I'm going to support you. What's your... I'm sorry, I don't mean to rub. What's what's your take? What's your take on the whole? I mean, you know, on Meek Mill. Like, do you feel like that's a big deal? How he, you know, kind of threw Kobe in one of his lyrics. Kobe's wife came at it. I, I heard about. I, I didn't hear it, but I don't think he he didn't mean it. It was just playing on lyrics. I don't think that media is blowing it up. I don't think he would disrespect Kobe like that. I don't. I know for sure he wouldn't disrespect Kobe like that. It was just a, and it wasn't released. It was like a snippet and somehow it got released. It wasn't an actual song, but when it came out, the media blew it up. Like, oh, he said something about Kobe and, you know, but everybody's a fan of Kobe. Why why dis disrespecting why he's dead? I think it was just a play, a play on words, a metaphor or something like that. And they just blew it up. Why, why, is, why is Kobe Bryant's wife taking the time to say something about it? Though? Right, right. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I guess she felt it was she. I seen a statement, and she sent him a a statement like she felt it was disrespectful. She felt it was disrespectful. 
but I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that was the case. She's confused. She's confused about her role in this world at this point. That's what that tells me. She's a little confused because it, it, it feels hyper aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Where you know, because we already know she had a dynamic with her parents. She had a, she she's she done sued the uh, helicopter company. Right. She done sued. She she getting that make meal on Twitter. Um, you know what I mean. I, 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 I wouldn't say confused be the word, but you know everybody more different. Like you know everybody copes. Different I I I, I And shout out to my sister Jamila. We're going to dedicate this episode to my sister Jamila. Man, I had a really good friend of mine pass uh, on New Year's. Man, a really good friend of mine. Man, so we're going to dedicate this to her. Jamila Ward, we love you. I'm continuing to live for you. And you know, you're not forgotten. Uh, I, I love you. But I was just saying that to say, you know, what's the situation? A lot of friends. And, you know, sometimes when people pass, a lot of emotions rise and things like that. And it's no really right or wrong way to mourn. Everybody more different. And people react different. And, you know, you, you just have to. You know, send send them strength and stay positive. I mean, that's all I got. You know, that, that's all I got. So I wouldn't say she's confused, but you know, she's still reacting. That was her husband. That was her kid's father. You know, it's just a reaction. You know, right? It, it, it's just unfortunate. But I, I see where you're going, though. It is kind of unnecessary, though. It was for her to even send a statement through him. It's like, come on, like Kobe was all of her hero. Hero, he's part of the culture. Like you know, get out your emotions. And why I can't say that because, like I said, everybody go about things different. But I, I thought that the statement she sent to him was unnecessary. Right, right, right. How, how, how did you feel about it? Yeah, just that. It was hyper aggressive. It was hyper aggressive. I, I think that's the you perfect know. word. Meek Mill's not on her radar. Meek Mill shouldn't be on her radar. Exactly. Not right now. It, it, exactly. You know? Exactly. But you know, it's still early, and people go about things. That, you know. Yo. So we t- we went into this in the, in one of our past episodes, but we we first came on in our podcast. That's when Nipsey Hussle had just died. He was about maybe a month. I think we I think we hopped on. I don't know if we were, if we had published or not, but that's where we began when they, when when Nipsey Hussle died. Nipsey Hussle died. It's probably touching on eighteen months at this point. I know his wife has been in the media. They were saying that she's pregnant. They said she might have a little fling with Ti at this point. But um, that's when we came on. You know, Nipsey had just died, right? He died just before Kobe, about two, three months before Kobe, right? No, we, we came on in January. He died in April. So that April of that prior year? He died of April of last year. Okay. We we came on okay. January 2020. I'll never forget because that's our grandma's birthday, Mother Butte, April 1st. Right. He died on, right. on, on her birthday, April 1st. Or April, March 31st. One of something like that. But yeah, I'll never forget that day. And my niece was born. Shout out to my niece, Bria. Right. So the right. same day he died, my niece, was she was born that day. So yeah. 
but yeah, uh, you know, I did hear, uh, and I had put that on my Facebook. I'm like, when is it to, what did I say? I say, y'all think um, Vanessa or Lauren, you know, gave somebody some pussy yet? Is it too early? You know what I mean? Is it fair? Is it fair? You know, Aaron Hernandez's wife uh, then got a baby by one of his former teammates and shit. But is it fair? Is it? I mean, you know, what's what's fair? What's fair with that? I think. Well, I'm gonna go personal. I'm gonna go personal. My AT passed, and shout out to my AT, my AT Ritzy. She passed uh, probably about two years ago, and uh, she had been with my uncle. They was. They were junior high sweethearts. So I'm talking 45 years. Right. You know what I mean? She passed about two years with my uncle. And uh, shout out to my Uncle Hugh. And um, after about, I think after about a year, he started dating. And I didn't have a problem with it because, uh, you know, he, he was the best husband you could be. Like, everything that they say on the vows to death do us part, he was that for my auntie. You know what I mean? I know he loved, he was the best husband he could be, and he was there for my auntie. Life goes on. Life goes on. They got grown kids. He waited eight months, started dating. I didn't have a problem with it. My cousin, which is their daughter, she didn't have a problem with it, but my mom and my uncle and you know a couple of people in the family had a problem with it. I'm like, hey, life goes on, and he was, you know, he did his part. What are you supposed to do? Just don't be with nobody. So I, I, I think you know it might be a little different for Vanessa being being you know it's still well, it, it was only a three four months apart that they're deaf, right? About three, four, five months. Probably died in January, I think. And he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About, about eight months, eight months or something. Right, right, right. A couple months. But uh, hey, man, life goes on. Life goes on. I say you give it about a year. You know, life, life goes on. Well, you know, se- sex is, is a confusing thing. You know, because it's 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 one of the few things that's psychological, it's emotional, very much physical, very much physical, right? So you're you're having to communicate in lanes um, that you don't necessarily communicate at all times. There's my body, you know, just like your knee hurts or you have an itch, just a simple itch. It's just a cliche, but if your knee hurts. That has the focus. That that's where your brain goes. That's where your emotions goes. That's where your so your mood goes. It's a, it's confusing. And so then, because which because what you're doing is you're asking an animal not to be animalistic. <laughs> you're basically saying that something. You're basically saying don't eat. Right. Don't that's eat like, for a year. That's like having some telling your dog don't be don't bark. That that's in its nature to bark. You know, man. But I, I think both of them was hell of a dudes, though. You know, what I mean, it, it, it's going to take a certain type of man. I think it'll be a while before both of them publicly start dating. You know what I mean? They might be doing their thing right now. You never know. But before they publicly start doing it, I think it'll be a minute. It'll be at least 
four or five more years for Vanessa. I think it's still open game for Lauren to do her thing. Like I saw something a couple weeks ago that she was pregnant and she, you know, released a statement and denied it. But hey, if she was pregnant, you know, life goes on. But I, I just think that, you know, it, it'll be a minute though. You know, I, I, they wasn't any old dudes, man. I, I think Nipsey and Kobe were just, you know, hell of a, you know. Yo, shout out, shout out, shout out to Van Van Jones and Kim Kardashian, new couple. Yeah. <laughs> you talking about something that didn't wait a minute? <laughs> now, now, yeah, yeah, leave, leave it up to Kim. Now, that's believable. <laughs> now, I, I can believe that. She was the first lady. She was huge. Listen, let me explain something to you, cousin. She was going to be the first lady of our country. She's supposed to, she's supposed to be the first lady of our country right now. She dating somebody. Yeah. Right. She's going to continue to move up the notch. That's what she do. She can't go down. So she didn't dated one of the biggest iconic rappers in this last generation. So she can't do nothing but go up. That's just in her nature. You talking about right, dogs right. or a certain, you know, creatures got a certain nature. That's in her nature. She moving up for sure. For sure. And here's the thing, I'm not hating on it though. You know what I mean? I, I my thought when, when stuff like that, they've probably been separated or uh going through strife for a year and eighteen months. Right. Probably, probably like more than and so when he was running for president and having episodes, she can't leave him when she's when he's having an episode because that's just not a good thing. Exactly. But now that he's off the radar, probably he's probably he's probably in the basement making music, probably gonna put out some fire though, because he's a genius. Right. But you know what I'm saying? He's been kind of under the radar. So, you know, that's her opportunity to say, okay, we just had a divorce. We know money's not about the concern. We know I'm raising these kids, not you. You'll just be make some photo ops here and there. Um, let's just keep it rolling. And it's like, oh damn but you know, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that was. I don't think that never was a good look for Kanye. I mean, you know, it was real when, when uh, Jay baddest chicken again, baddest chicken again. Who else was he gonna get other than who's who's Beyonce's direct counterpart? You know, I'm gonna no. say Kanye. I'm gonna say Kim. Yeah, Hayes. you can't. It's not even close. You can't even. Who's her you counterpart? can't even compare it. They're not even. In, they're not even in the same league. I'm not just talking about looks. I'm talking about a woman that's standing for something. Kim K was a whore. She was a whore. no, 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 no. Easy Tiger. She was a whore. If we want to call it, I, I'm not even. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. She. She. No. She's done some good. She's done some good. She's regarded black community. She don't get it twisted. No she's feeding off of. She's feeding off of black girl energy and not returning a favor like crazy. That's what I ridicule her on. Not the horse shit. I'm not gonna judge a twenty year old. Um, I think that the, she really did um, you have some positive energy towards the social justice movement. She did. You know? I'm, I'm talking about... I'm so, so I'm not going to hate I'm, I'm, I, And I'm not hating on her, man. What she was doing was amazing, you know, but for for his statue, where he was at, now uh, up and coming like the first dude she married, uh, the basketball cat, yeah. Was it the basketball cat or was it the producer? Well, you know, this is the third <laughs> failed marriage. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And everybody blaming Kanye. Not to talk shit about Kim K. God bless. But she, she's not terrible. You can't compare her to Beyonce, though. It's not even close. Uh, let me tell you why I think that you can. I think that you can from a general, simply from a generational standpoint. She really is the white version of conservative America. Beyonce is no, black America. No, like you told me on the show last week, that's one of the worst analogies you have made since we've been doing this podcast. You can't compare Kim K to Beyonce. Hell, it's not even close. They're generational counterparts. They're not, you're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm not trying to say that they're the same person or I value them the same or respect them the same or that they have the same interests. But generationally speaking, there's a section of 40 year olds that have positive energy toward entertainers that have positive energy towards the social justice movement. And I'm sorry, but I'm gonna, and I'm not, I, I like Beyonce more, but Beyonce and Kim K are prominent in that regard. In the, in the regard of having an impact of so, on social justice and uh, entertainers having a social justice. It, 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 it's new for Kim K though. She recently just began to do that. He wasn't no no that's that's false that's, that's false that. she's she's been in the mix for a while for for a couple well her dad is a lawyer but for the being the being the, what she's been doing it's been about two years it's been about two years I've I've been following that and actually she just piggybacked you know on her name and whole stature it was really some black chick that led the force on all that the the guys that she got out of jail and type of stuff, but it made more sense for Kim K to be the face of it because she's Kim K. So she basically, I mean, she put some work in, you know, I'm not going to discredit that, but she basically just capitalized on that movement. You know what I mean? Right. For, and, and it made her, you know, made her look good. But uh, I, I don't, I don't dislike Kim K though. I don't dislike her. I feel like, you know, she's been in the public eye for her whole life or 30 years of her life. And, you know, I get the, the marriage thing, driving men crazy thing. That's what the family's doing thing. But I don't know. I feel like it's, it's not easier to side with uh, underdogs. It's not easy. A couple hundred million to side with the underdog, you know what I mean? That's not an easy move. And she doesn't do everything out in public. Listen, this, this is what I'm saying. I don't dislike her either. I'm just saying a man of Kanye's statue at the time and the people that he was doing business with, he considered you know, Jay-Z was like his big brother. So that with that becomes a certain statue so for him to marry and have kids by her it's kind of like a you know it kind of discredits him a little bit like i can see her with you know someone else but he he was like a you know a, a global icon of this generation so to be with her is like eh. i mean you know it was something when jay-z and beyonce didn't go to the wedding and I don't think they would intentionally disrespect him like that, but I'm, I'm thinking Jay-Z was telling him as an older brother, as a business partner, like, hey, that ain't the move. And, you know, we, we see what happened. I, I don't think he would have went through the shit that he went through with a strong black woman. I just don't think so. 
I, I don't think so. They're, they're, they're all tweeners, though. They're all playing both sides of the fences. Jay-Z, Beyonce, Kim K. Kanye is probably most straight up of the four, but um, they're all playing both sides of the fences. I'm going to be on this political side, this uh, uh, conservative side. I'm not, I'm, 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 speaking, I'm not, but then on the other hand, I'm going to be this. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about strictly on some family shit, though. Like they were considered to be brothers. So for him not to go to the wedding, that was saying something. You know what I mean? He went against right. like, hey, like that'd be cool. No like if we were, no you know what I mean? I, I would expect you to be honest with me, and I would be honest with you about a woman that she sure. felt wasn't right for for us. You know what I mean? And it would just be saying it out of love. We know each other. Like, hey, hey, cuz I don't think she the one. Like I know you. I know what you deserve, and she ain't the one. Is Mary? Let me ask you this. Is is marriage forever? Is, oh, let me put it differently. Is a successful marriage absolutely forever? Yes, that I mean that that's a successful marriage is being forever. That's the definition of a successful marriage. Is not uh, just staying married forever. You know what I mean? I never I never been married myself, but if I was to get married. You know, those are, well, not even on the vows, but I would be looking to get married. I mean, I'm looking to get married and I would like to get married forever. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, um, can totally, you know, speak for the relationship. I've known people that's been together 10, 15 years and they haven't born California yet you considered married after 10 years but yeah that really haven't got the license and went all the way I mean you know they got a solid foundation you know so you know. I ask a question like that because and you made this point some of the best relationships that uh, I, I, I'll bet you some of the best couples probably are not even married or never got married or got married like you know 15 and 20 years later and shit like that and they don't have the same you know I mean, it's beautiful when you hear I've been married for 70 years but sometimes it just doesn't work like that and sometimes the 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 when you're able to just identify establish lanes that make sense to the both of you without the rigidity and restriction of marriage not to down talk marriage but sometimes that's a happier situation for people. And I'm going to go so far as saying that more successful than a standard legal marriage based on no statistics. But I think that. Yeah, it, it has a lot to do with your upbringing. And, you know, it might be, you know, a, a girl might, you know, seen her parents married all her life. And it's only right she get married. She didn't seen her parents married all her life. You know what I mean? It, it's only right, but you can still have a, a solid foundation without, you know, getting married. I, I don't think it's a, it shouldn't be a deal breaker. If you got a solid situation and it's working, you roll with that. I get with that. Mm-hmm. I get with that. Speaking of Jay Z, though, you know, so apparently he's nominated for the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, along with LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. I feel like both of them probably should have got in probably before Big. 
I think there's, I think Big might have got in the last year or two. Oh, Big got in before right. LL. Yeah, that don't make sense. No, 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 no. Right. He didn't. He doesn't have the longevity. Right. Yeah. That. That. Uh, I, well, they probably just did that because he passed. But yeah, LL should have been in there way before Big. He should. I don't think. Right. I mean, Jay Z's my favorite rapper. The best to ever do it. But I don't think him and LL should even be on the same ballot. LL should be first, being that, you know, he came on the scene first. You know what I mean? I was just listening to Mama Knock You Out earlier today. That came in 1990. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was listening to that with my son. <laughs> Actually, LL got hits. Man. LL got hits, man. LL got hits. I mean, when he came out, who did he come at? He came at, he came at, uh, him and cannabis. Was it Cameron? Cannabis. Cannabis, cannabis. Let me say like this. Here's what's so fucked up about that. Is cannabis was, so at the time, LL, he was a more traditional 80s rapper, uh, obviously very New York, not soft, but not gangster neither. Cannabis kind of came in this gangster wave you know what I'm saying? Uh, under the, under the, under the, I'm not gonna say the guidance, but under the, uh, the model of Nas and things like that, and you know, kind of came at LL sideways, and LL just went after him. I said, "Oh hell no!" At the time, you know what I'm saying? Like that was a monster. I, 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 that was. I, I, I think the other way. Like, I mean, everything you said was accurate in the beginning. L was the. You know, the one of the biggest rappers at the time, Cannabis came as this young underdog. I thought the other way, Cannabis ate his ass up. That's what I thought. L got him, but Cannabis ate him up, but he didn't get the notoriety and the fanfare like L, because L was the biggest rapper and he was just like this new dude. But if you go back, Cannabis, that was one of the hardest dishes ever. I made, the, he did the video, he said, yeah, the, with the Vanguard Award, I take the thing off your arm. Oh, man, he ate him up. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. If you want to go back and listen. Pound for pound, pound for pound, you feel like cannabis took Cannabis that took that one. If we don't take into consideration that LL is more popular. Cannabis took that one. I remember, Cannabis, we had never seen him again. Nah, he, he did some stuff. He did some stuff. Not really. Not I really. Mean, he, 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 not he really. Was, not really. His career. His career. Nah, he, he was right. always an underground artist. He was underground. And no, but a lot of underground artists came up and, and he did still got a book. Uh, I rocked with Cannabis Tough. No, that's not true. I rocked with Cannabis Tough. He stayed on the scene. And that that didn't knock him out. No, that didn't blackball him. He was on the scene. I think he actually got bigger after that. Because if you fuck with real hip-hop, everybody know he he went for blood on LL Cool J. He said, I take your Vanguard Award. I take the tattoo. I, I snatched the mic off your arm. I, rem- I remember that. The video, he did it in the ring. It was like a, a rebuttal from the mama said, knock you out. Cannabis came clean, man. Shout out to Cannabis. Right. I don't know. Yeah, he, he was a pioneer, though, when you're talking about, you know, basically a no-name coming in and just going after the big dogs and shit. He was a pioneer, you know. I, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like he lost, he, 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 he overall, he lost that, he lost, he lost the war when he went after uh, LL on that. You know what I mean? Cannabis had the potential 
you know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot of, you know, Lil Wayne, uh, BG at that but, time. Julie no, Brown, this was this, like these young guys. That, it was before this was that. Before I, that. Know, I know it was before that. But what I'm saying is he, he lost Cameron. He was supposed to be fucking with, he's supposed to be the type of rapper that was with uh, Rockefeller and shit like that. And he didn't get that opportunity. I, I don't. Yeah, man, I, I don't think the, the the LL thing they'll stop that. Like I said, he was, I think it was no, it, it was. I'm, I'm telling, I'm a hip hop, I'm a hip hop guru, man. This was like, come on, man. I'm, I'm telling you something I know. I, I can tell you the backstory why the beef even happened. The beef happened because they were actually on the same song together, and I think it was a disagreement where cannabis or even, I think LL dissed him. Yeah, they were on a song together, and LL dissed him on the same song, and Cannabis came back and made a full-fledged diss song. That's what happened. That's what happened. I think it was... And we... Let me ask you this, though. So we just... Is it pretty much that we just respected LL more? And so when he came about his heart... He was more more mainstream. He was one of the biggest rappers in the world. And Cannabis was a new dude. So he... LL had more fans. So we couldn't handle that. We couldn't handle that, basically. Well, I mean, he he was just more mainstream. He just had more fans. And it just, you know... he, he, He was just, you know... That's what it was. But it, is LL the greatest New York rapper of all time? I just told you, Jay Z is my favorite rapper. But no. Well, you just said also that LL should be in the Rock and Roll Hall before. Because he so came on before. He, and, and he was the first, uh, I'll give you another hip hop fun fact. He was the first rapper signed to Def Jam and the first rapper to win the Grammy and the first rapper to go platinum. LL Cool J. Way before Jay, way before Jay, way before Jay Z was on the scene. You know what I mean? Jay Z didn't come out to 96, 97. LL was dropping in 89, 90. You know what I mean? That's like said, because Kobe died, he should be in the Hall of Fame before Scottie Pimpin. That don't make sense. You know what I mean? That's what the biggie right. been in the Hall of Fame before LL. With the uh, what did you say? Not the Hall of Fame, but the. Uh, Rock and, roll, Rock and roll, roll Hall of Fame, but I know I like L man, L clean, L clean, and he changed the game going in the movies and all that. You know, L was one of the best to do it. I mean that right. that's right. He's and, and he's not time, necessarily man. my era, so someone from his era might say he's the best to do it. You know what I mean? It's all about perspective and the era that you come from. Somebody might say Rakim is better than both. Rakim ain't my era. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, man. But I, I always, I can say, you know, being I'm from the West Coast, Bay Area, yay area, but I've always been an East Coast dude. I always like the East Coast hip-hop artists. It's just, you know, I think it's the consciousness in the music versus, you know, West Coast artists. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe so. so talk to me. What, what else you got? We, we, we got something else? Or we, we're just going to move forward. I got a couple others. But, uh, you know, so let, let me ask you something, though. So, you know, I guess it was a, there was a professor that came out. Everybody kind of didn't. Talking about I do heroin. I saw you know, that. To keep some psychological balance, and he's a neural. Let me look at this. I right. saw that. I saw that. That's ugly. 
That's ugly. I'm not a fan. Yeah, well, the thing I didn't like about it, I know the story. You can go into it. I know the story. He, uh, I didn't like him promoting it and saying it's not that bad. It felt promoted, right? It felt like something that is killed off the black community. It felt like he was promoted because we know damn well he's not in it on a level of a heroin user, like on some New Jack City shit. We know that that's not what he's doing. It's, it's always.